Difference of being a powerful, empowering female leader. You know that role model we all need. And then on the other side, being a power-hungry, driven, rude female leader. And today I'm going to give you two examples, like two real-life examples, like that is really happened. <laughs> to really show you by example on how you want to do it and how you definitely do not want to do it. Hi and welcome back to the You Can and You Will Design a Life That You Love podcast. This podcast is all about empowering and inspiring you, becoming your best self and designing a life that you love, where you thrive and flourish in your life and your career. I'm your host, I'm Catherine Louise, I'm a business and mindset mentor and the founder of the East Hampton Method, and welcome back, I missed you so, so much, like, I haven't been around for a solid two weeks, and when I tell you I miss you, I actually mean it, <laughs> because I just really miss seeing all of you guys in my DMs, in my emails, I miss the respond on Instagram, I've been sick, you guys. Back to school, obviously, <laughs> was much more, I don't know, because I've been struggling now with health issues for way more than three weeks. And typically, I never get sick, like never. So that was something. And I wasn't prepared for that just yet because I actually planned on going back to school and then obviously starting to go back to recording and actually to batch record. So cases like that not going to throw me off my schedule but I th was more thinking in terms of like kids getting sick or whatever but now it was me so <laughs> so I'm so happy to be back and I'm coming back with a bang you guys because you know talking about all the positive things that are so important for your mindset and how to actually have that positive and impactful life and career is so so important and crucial however I do know how for some of you guys, like what reality looks like. And today I want to share two real life examples with you because I think it is so important to also talk about those situations because I know they happen for some of you, maybe even daily. And first of all, I think you really have to hear and understand that this is a not okay It is so not okay being treated that way from either another board member or, you know, another executive, another C-level position, person, whatever. And this is why it was so important for me to share with you. So the one thing actually happened to myself and the other one happened to a client of mine. So let's start with the first one <laughs> and I'm laughing because I'm still I don't even know what to say about it just yet but I know it happens every day so this is why I really wanted to share with you so I was in a presentation I held that presentation actually and it was a web call I'm not sure how many women were participating I believe like 10 or so I'm not sure like don't nail me on this one I'm not sure And I didn't know, I think I knew one of the women, 
just from seeing on an event, but I didn't know the other ones. And um, so after I held the presentation, um, this one woman, <laughs> she was giving me feedback. So she was, you know, telling me how she felt about it, which was all fine. And then she also expressed the questions that came up for her during the presentation. So obviously, I wanted to respond on that. But before I could even do so, she said, quote unquote, I don't need an answer to that. And then she immediately handed on to one of the other women. And I was sitting, <laughs> I was sitting there like really trying to glue all of my face features like you did not just go there. You did not just go there. So let me tell you this. It is, uh, quite honestly, it is so difficult to offend me, to ish me off, whatever, at this point, because, and I mean it, like it is really difficult to get me mad because I truly and deeply understand, you know, from everything I've learned, from all the work that I've done, from designing, creating, and working on my, the East Hampton method with which I've helped so many women transforming their lives and flourish and being happy because I have understood. And by now it is definitely in my genes. I was, <laughs> I have understood that however you treat other people, how you talk to them, how you treat them, that it is a mirror of yourself. So when somebody is showing you no respect whatsoever, and it really does mean if it is in a meeting like I had or a board meeting or whatever, specifically not even when other people are present, right? I mean, it doesn't really make a difference, to be honest, because rude is rude, no matter how many people are included. But when you present yourself like that, treating other people this way, that speaks volume. Like that really speaks volume. In that moment, when you talk to another person like that, what she did, she was like nailing her position. She was trying to prove and like undermine her position She was trying to make the proof that she's in a leading position, which I felt almost sorry because as a amazing female leader, you should never treat anybody like that because treating other people like that doesn't speak for a good corporate culture and it doesn't make you a good leader, right? Like, I don't care if you call it empathic leadership or emotional leadership, because that is none of it. Saying to another person, I'm not even on her team, by the way, like, we're not working in the same corporation. None of that. But if you naturally treat other people like that, and she did that, it wasn't, that behavior was new to her. You could already tell. I question you as a female leader. I honestly do. And, you know, the thing is, I do very well. And this is where we're coming to example number two. 
I know so well from working with my clients that as a female leader or a C-level board member, you really have to stand up for yourself. You absolutely do. Till to this day, it's 2023, it's like, hello. <laughs> But there are, you know, corporations, companies where, you know, the corporate culture has changed quite a bit where there are so many more women, female leaders. So that has fortunately changed. But on the other side, there are still companies family-owned companies where that has not changed at all. And this is when we're coming to example number two. And as to why I've chosen specifically those two examples, I'm going to explain to you afterwards. Because again, this is also a real-life story, like this has happened. And it is happening still to this day, every single day. And this is why it was so important for me to share it with you. So a friend of a client of mine, she's a board member of a family-owned company. She held her speech <laughs> and then the son stood up and asked for a male person to repeat that to him. So wh what are you even going to respond to that? That was, I believe, 2022 or even this year, I'm not sure. So what on earth are you going to respond to that? And here's the thing. I purposely chose those two examples to really explain in what kind of, still to this day, difficult situations so many I really want to say the majority of female leaders are still in. Like C-level, executives, it is not easy. And while I see and know and feel to the bones of my beings the struggles that female leaders have, as in example number two, it doesn't give you any permission to treat other people As an example, number one, it just doesn't. If I would have a client who would treat other people like that, <laughs> I would automatically start looking into what kind of insecurity she is trying to cover up with that. Because when people are shielding themselves up like that, like she's responding, she's arising questions, but then she's literally forbidding you to respond to that. That is stemming from somewhere. And again, I just really want to make sure nobody mistakes that for a positive example of a female leader. It really isn't. As a female leader, you really want to make sure you actually listen and see your team, the people you're working them with. You really want to empower them and support them. You don't want to treat them that respectless. You really don't. And by the way, by purpose, I'm not naming any names. I'm not by no means trying to bash anybody. I'm just sharing those examples because I do believe with all of the teachings and tools I'm trying to provide for you so you can, you know, really understand that you are in charge over your life and that you are actually the one who 
creates it as well. I really want to be lead by a positive example, but also be that realistic and say, yes, I am very much aware of that. This is happening every single day. This is one of the biggest struggles female leaders really have to face. And I just really want to let you know that you are not wrong, but it is actually them mirroring back their own issues. That's what it comes down to. And if you are in a position when you find yourself in a corporation company that is treating people like that, I would definitely support you in looking to maybe find a job with with a corporation that has a much more positive corporate culture. Because Here's the thing. Sometimes it is just that one person who is acting like that. However, that really just doesn't speak for a positive corporate culture. That's not how you want to work with anybody. I understand it's reality. It's happening. But it is your choice. Like you're being free to choose. And remember, if you stick in a situation like that, at some point, that is your choice too. So remember the fact that you're not trapped, even if it feels like that. And that, you know, I almost really want to give you permission to understand it is wrong behavior, full, full stop. Like this is just not how you treat other people. And I feel like, and I know that there's so many women out there working in circumstances like that, being treated like that. And then sometimes it is so difficult to open up to family and friends about that because you question yourself. You're asking yourself, okay, what did I do to deserve that? So let me tell you, it is not you. It is not something you did, but that person in front of you is not a good leader. And this is what it comes down to. So it was really important for me to record this episode because I understand this is what so many women are facing. And if you've been loving this episode, if you know somebody who needs to hear this message, please make sure to share it with all of your friends and loved ones. And also leave that five-star review because that helps my podcast a lot. And I'm looking very much forward to talk to you next time. Bye.